want to welcome you to Mid-South Viewpoint. I'm Byron Tyler, and also want to say hi to our friends on Facebook, where we're carrying the, today's program live on AM640 and FM100.7. In addition to the radio broadcast, we want to welcome our Facebook family that's out there. And uh, I think you're in for a treat this afternoon. Let me remind you now, tomorrow's Mid-South Viewpoint, excited to welcome Dr. Larry Lloyd, who's the founder and president of the Memphis Leadership Foundation. And we'll be discussing the Urban Summit 2018 that's coming up. And you don't want to miss the details about that. Some exciting things that are happening uh, in the city. And this Urban Summit has been really a great resource for, for, you know, pastors, lay folks, and people who just really care and, and love the city and want to see change in our city. And so I encourage you to learn about that. Then on Thursday, retired Memphis Police Department Colonel James Kirkwood, who is now Pastor James Kirkwood. Uh, Pastor uh, Kirkwood is also the executive director of the Memphis Christian Pastors Network. And we're going to be talking about the Memphis Citywide Jubilee Worship. That's going to be this Sunday, February 11th from 2 to 5.30 at the Boulevard, Mississippi Boulevard Christian Church at 70 North Bellevue. And uh, it's going to be an exciting afternoon. And this is the uh, in commemoration of 50 years of the sanitation strike and just that whole process that ultimately led to Dr. King's assassination and the MLK 50. And so you're encouraged to participate in this event. Again, it's called the uh, Jubilee Service. It's a citywide service, a worship service. It's going to be a lot of fun for the family. Food trucks arrive about 2 o'clock in the afternoon on Sunday. There's going to be an outdoor drama presentation from about 2.30 to 3.30. And then from 3.30 to 5.30, the program including the worship service with uh, believers from all over. So you're encouraged to participate. But this afternoon, we welcome to the microphones. We've got uh, Melanie Red, who is a blogger. What's a blogger, okay? (laughs) And we also have Ren Robbins, who is a new podcaster. Ladies, welcome to Mid-South Viewpoint. How are you doing? Thank you. We're glad to be here today. I think of history when I think of you because I watched Ren grow up. She is the daughter of some really great folks, uh, Candy and Car- Cam- Carmen. Candy and Carmen. I want to mess that up. Sometimes I want to call him Cameron, but it's Carmen. <laughs> uh-huh. Candy and Carmen Phillips. Yes. Uh, and great, great. Your parents are awesome. And they taught a couple of your boys in Sunday school, they I did. think. Yeah. 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 Miss Candy is a, was a great, great teacher. <laughs> and then, of course, Melanie Red, uh, which was Melanie Maddox. And the, mm-hmm. when we first met, yeah. uh, I was new in the youth group at Bellevue. I think you were a freshman. I was a junior, and uh, just seeing the journey of life and how God's led, and uh, and then I actually knew your husband. Mm. Probably you, you knew him too yeah. before he was your husband. Before, yes. before he was your husband, <laughs> but Randy Red is an awesome guy, and uh, he's on staff. At Mid America Baptist Theological Seminary, Ray, what does your husband do? My husband is a FedEx corporate pilot. Okay, so he is on his way back from um, where is he today? Dallas. Today. Okay, so he's in the air all the time, huh? Yes, yeah. yes, sir. Wow. Well, it's great to have you here. We're going to be talking about something I know that's near and dear to your hearts, and that's ministering to women. You know, I mean, Melanie, you've been doing this for a long time, and Ren, I think you're starting out with a podcast that we want to talk about. Mm-hmm. But give us a little backstory to how you got to where you are today. 
Uh, how long you've been married? Do you have children? And what's your favorite comfort food? Oh, <laughs> that's a lot of questions, Byron. <laughs> Let's see. Uh, I have had a heart to minister to women since high school, mm-hmm. since ninth grade. And I felt God's call on my life to do that ministry. And that's what I've done ever since in all different forms and fashions. And I'm married to Randy. We've been married 27 years. And we have two children. Riley's 25 and Emily is 22. And Ren, how about you? And I have, um, I am married to Jim for 14 years, and I was a school teacher. So I taught kindergarten for nine years, and we have a son. He's five, Easton, and um, I just started podcasting um, in the past probably year, year and a half. When you look at some of the issues that women face, you know, some of the struggles, uh, what seem to be to be some of the major issues that they're facing today. You know, one of the things I get a lot of emails, a lot of my ministry now is online and people are so discouraged. I talk to lots and lots mm-hmm. of discouraged women. And so that I, it's for all different reasons. It's marriage, it's children, it's jobs, it's finances, distress, distress. Yeah. 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 And I, you know, I, I've, see uh, women that are uh, I think we're struggling a lot with comparisons I feel like the comparisons between other moms or um, or maybe you know our kids and um, marriages and families and so I feel like that is a struggle that we're having Okay. And uh, as I mentioned, we've got Facebook Live going on right now. And I just want to say we've got uh, Gilson uh, Montero, who is call- listening right now from Brazil. Wow. So we do want to stop. We've got folks, you know, like that listening and watching from Brazil. That's pretty That's cool. cool. That's awesome. That so cool. anyway, I want to say hi to you, Gil. Uh, okay. How much does, f- okay. Yeah. How much does feeling like you aren't meeting others' expectations play into it? I mean, you're trying to meet expectations probably in your family and those outside of your family. Does that, does that play a role into that at all, you think? I mean, I feel like it does. And I feel like that might be an internal struggle and like I, like comparisons and things. I think it gets back to our insecurities. So we have to find our, our security in Christ because we will continue to have these insecurities. Yeah. So, yeah, definitely. Yeah, I think that's a good word. Absolutely. Well, I know you probably don't do this, but do you ever look at other women and think that they have everything going for them. Their nails and hair are right. Their kids are always acting and looking good. Their husband has that incredible job, and they live in the perfect house. Yes. <laughs> no, 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 we never do that. <laughs> Absolutely. You know, one of the reasons that, that I brought Rian is we got to talk on her podcast about a month ago, and one of the things we discussed is how much women need to encourage each other mm. and how there's so much discouragement and so much comparison, but what opportunity we have to be able to look at another sister and say, you're going to make it. You know, I had a five-year-old at one point, and, and you will survive five. Right. And there's something very powerful and positive about not comparing as much as encouraging yeah Mm -hmm. absolutely i agree and you know uh i guess it can and it's not just women i mean you talk about uh competing with each other of course Mm. men are probably the chief you know trying to compete (laughs) you know who can be the best and you know and have the most and so that really is something i guess that we deal with just in our in our human nature you know Mm -hmm. our sinful nature absolutely (laughs) well and don't you think with social media we put our we put our filtered pictures up for people to see, but right. they don't see us in our pajamas with our yeah. coffee at 7 in the morning or exactly. 10 o'clock at night before we're going to bed. They don't see the right. real side of yeah. most of the time on and social media. And I think competition can, is healthy and good. I mean, it challenges mm-hmm. us, too, you know, mm-hmm. so we don't get stale. Yeah. You, do you find mm-hmm. that, too? I mean, it's good to, you know, you see sometimes you can be sp- inspired by others 
and not in a negative way, but in a positive way so that you can do better yourself. Absolutely. I, I love to surround myself with people that are further along or have lived longer or have already gone through some things that I'm going through so that I can learn from them. And they kind of spur yeah. me on. And maybe you've seen that as well. Well, and you're... also I feel like, you know, in the in the word it says to um, ask you know, in in um, Psalms, it says, when you seek me, you will find me when you seek me with your whole heart. And I feel like that's what he wants us to do is to find out what our gifts and talents are and to buoy each other up and say, hey, you're good at that. I'm good at something else. Right. But, hey, let's do it together. And then we can encourage each other that way. Right. Do you feel because you're just a little bit younger than Melanie, not, mm-hmm. not a whole lot, mm-hmm. just a little bit. Mm-hmm. A little bit. But do you feel like your generation uh, looks to, you know, some older, you know, advice and wisdom that really wants that or? They kind of want to do their own thing. I think it's a little bit of both. I feel like, um, you know, there's a secrets ministry that Diane Doherty, I think she's been on your radio show before. um, And I'm just now doing that. And I've been married 14 years and I just never did it. And I felt, I think at that age, when I was younger, I was working and I just didn't do it. And I felt like I missed out. And so when I talked to her on my podcast last year, I said, I really want to do this. And so those girls that are in the class with me, they've been married about two, three months. And I'm like 14. (laughs) Why don't you explain explain what you do when you go to secrets oh yeah it's great it's um a few um women who are um, more seasoned we don't want to say older but they um we come together they always have a meal part of the meal planned and it's already done it's already made and then we come in and they say okay we're gonna do a meringue pie they taught me how to make my first meringue pie i was so proud of myself (laughs) um but they show you how to do that and then we go to the couches and then we just they share a word from the lord and um and we open god's word and they give us practical wisdom so it's really like the titus women where they're giving us us advice as younger women and younger mothers um and the most of the time the girls are not mothers yet i'm the only one with a child because they're newlyweds so it's really for that, but it's also for the women that are a little bit older. <laughs> well, where's the turning point from changing the perspective of being in competition to being that cheerleader or that one that would come alongside your friend and encourage them? You know, I've, I've heard Beth Moore say, and I thought this was good. She said, when your cup is full and you know you're loved by God, then you just spill over mm. onto other people. But when your cup is empty, you're looking for people to fill it up. Mm. And so I, I, when women are seeking the Lord personally and they get together, then there's just lots of good spilling out. Mm. And so I, maybe that's where the the... I guess that change takes place yeah. is they learn to seek him for themselves and fill up with him. Yeah. And then they go out and they don't feel so competitive. And that also adds to the contentment. And that's what you're saying is filling that with, with Jesus. And then when they feel that contentment in him and security in him, that's when they can. Yeah. Fill and, you know, out. and I think too, you know, and for all of us as human, you know, we have to find our security and our identity in Jesus Christ. Right. And when we start trying to fill it with other things, then we become that competitive mm-hmm. in the wrong sense and an insecure individual. Absolutely. And not that we have already, you know, overcome that. I mean, I feel still feel times when I am, you know, have that in my heart. And that's when I have to just confess and go to the Lord and say, you know, forgive me for this. This is the gifts. These are the gifts you have given me. Let me find the gifts in that friend and, yeah. and encourage her. Exactly. In those. And you know, the need is great. 
there's mm. there's need for all of us to be ministering. And I Absolutely. think once we catch a vision of, I'm not in competition with you. I'm mm-hmm. just trying to minister as God's given me opportunity. Her blooming doesn't in any way negate what I'm doing. Right. Yeah. That's great. And yeah. so yes. I think we yeah. both, that's one reason I invited her to come today. I love what she's doing. And, and I think we lift each other up and we lift him up. You know, Absolutely. finding ways that we can encourage each other is so important. Well, again, we want to also always recognize that we have Facebook people listening right now and watching on live as we do the program and uh and listen if you have a question that you want to type in while you're doing we're doing our show type it in and we'll ask the ladies here we'll get on the conversation uh and also hit that little heart and thumbs up thing that goes across the screen as much as you can we appreciate that too but uh you know both of you are at different places in your life when it comes to family and children what are some of the issues that are on your plates right now? What about you, Melanie? I think a lot of people that are at my stage of life are dealing with their kids getting out of school, getting married, and they also have aging parents, and they're dealing with how to help their aging parents. Yeah. And uh, it, I'm in that transition phase, so I would say girls who are where I am are in transition. Yeah, yeah. And girls that are in my kind of stage of life are raising kids and raising young kids. Um, and we're, you know, in the discipline phase of teaching their, our children to obey the first time. That's where I'm at right now. And to, you know, and to encourage our children and, and just the prayer of, of just soaking them in prayer and our families in prayer. Yeah. That's right. I was having lunch with a friend, uh, and he's younger, too, and his kids are it, similar to close to your age and mm-hmm. some and some a little bit older. And he's asking me, you know, he said, I love this time, you know, that we're mm-hmm. having, but it, is it ever going to change? You know? yeah. <laughs> and, and it is going to change. And when it changes, what I've learned is new things, new challenges happen. Like you said, Melly, okay. then your parents start getting older mm-hmm. and you start having health concerns with them and trying to figure out things, you know. Mm-hmm. And so it's interesting you just the, the, how the circle of life, you know, uh, unfolds. Yeah. <laughs> you know, but it's a lot of fun. I love yes. having friends of different ages. I have friends mm-hmm. that are 20 years older and like Ren, a few years younger. Just a few but, years, yeah. But, but it, it kind of helps you realize uh, you get to see what other people are doing and you feel like life is not just this stage absolutely you know there's so much a bigger picture yeah and so it's all i I encourage women especially have some older friends and have some younger friends so you're not just around people that are your age yeah that's a great word well how difficult is it to build friendships with other ladies in order to create that level of accountability i mean i guess they're you know especially when you were going to be vulnerable and really share your heart and, and be able to speak honestly and truthfully into each other's lives, you know, when you're trying to build that friendship. What, what do you think about that? You know, it's it's been an interesting because I have a lot of friends now that are all over the world online, mm-hmm. which is kind of fascinating. But I, I think personally I look for someone who's doing something great for the kingdom. They're, do, they're out there doing something amazing. And sometimes I'll reach out to those people and say, I love what you're doing. Tell me a little bit about yourself. Yeah. Uh, and I've had that happen in person as well. And so for me, it's looking for friends that have the same heart. They have a heart for ministry. And also for events or things that are going on, you know, I have kind of broken out of my shell. This year, my word is brave. And I'm trying to step out and really be brave of things that I don't necessarily do, um, you know, easily. It, it's I'm very much an introvert. So for me to invite somebody to go to an event, uh, I had a girl on my podcast, Shelby, and she um, we just clicked instantly. And then a few weeks later, we had an event. I'd never done anything with her, and I called her and said, let's go. Let's do it. And so we had our first time cool. to, you know, at, a, at an event at a different church that we didn't go to. It was, it was great. It was yeah. the best night. 
And, and, you, I, and you know what's fun? Yeah. Usually if you invite, they say yes. Absolutely. I found. If you, but you just have to pick up the phone or send the text. Send the text. And, yeah. and then just and do it. kind of take a step. And, and they're waiting, like you yeah. said. It's just they're waiting on one of you to just step out and do it. Yeah. And really, some of those spontaneous kind of times mm-hmm. can be some of the best. Yeah, they are. You know? Yeah. Are. Don't to put too much planning. I mean, sometimes you have to plan, you know, in certain yeah. events. But yeah. but a lot of people hold back and they think everybody else is out there. They have a million friends. They right. have so much to do. But mm-hmm. I've found there's so many people that are open. Yeah. Absolutely. If you'll just sort of make the initial call, take, make, the, take the step. Take the step. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Well, Rand, you, you mentioned the podcast. Uh, what direction are you taking with your podcast and why did you start one? How long have you been doing the podcast? Well, um, I started very slowly. I kind of, um, I was commuting to, I was still teaching kindergarten at the time and I was commuting back and forth and I started started listening to podcasts and um, I just remember hearing women podcasters and I was so encouraged by them and as God started working on my heart in that way then I went part-time and eventually quit my uh, teaching job to stay home with my child but um, my son but it was just neat because God gave me the names of women that I knew friends in real life friends that I knew that over 30 names that I wrote down that I said I'm going to ha- I'm going to share their story. That's what they have a story and I want to share them Jesus story through their story. And yeah. so I started it and I I was oh, you know, I was just sitting there didn't even know anything about how to a podcast host anything and so I just pretty much did everything self-taught and got on there and I did it once a month. I was like I can do this once a month. I can do this. And then God was like no, you can do it twice a month. And then I started twice a month and then God was like 2018, you can do this. You can do this every week. Okay. You can do this every Friday. So I'm doing so, them every Friday. So what's your format? My format is I um, I talk to them about their story, about how they were raised. Maybe if they have a story about yesterday, I um, talked with a, a friend in uh, Colorado, and I don't know her in real life, but I have followed her on Instagram, on social media, and she talked to about her open heart surgery and how God um, just walked through her with that as a young married. And so I talked to her about that, but the different stories. And then at the end, I always ask my pray read love segment where I ask them what are they eating what are they reading what are they loving and what are they praying for yeah. and so I really and I just enjoy it I wow. think it's great well as you can as our listeners can I'm sure and our Facebook family can see I mean Ren's doing a great job yeah, today you know Absolutely. She, actually she, she brought <laughs> sheets with all of the answers to the questions that Melanie sent me on email and I'm not asking any of those questions at all so but she, am, but she's doing so good she well I'm, I'm this is stretch this is my brave yeah. <laughs> I'm being brave today but on, on the other side, Melanie, you've been doing this blog to encourage women, and you're also frequently speaking at women's groups. Uh, what are some of the things that you have learned over the years while engaging women's ministry? You know, one of the funny things is it seems like the more honest and real mm. that I am, the more people engage. Absolutely. That day that I put up that post and I say, I'm having a hard day and mm. I'm struggling, yeah. everybody responds. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then I'll write yeah. this perfect post. I'll think it's so good mm-hmm. and so polished and no one will respond. And so I, I'm learning. It's hard. It's amazing. But it seems like people want you to be very real yeah. and very sincere and just tell them how it really is. It makes a difference. Yeah, they do. Yeah. And what's the name of your blog? It's just under my name. It's Ministry of Hope is what we call it. Yeah, and we've done the Ministry of Hope's radio spots. We have. We have done those. And and you're supposed to come back and do some more. (laughs) They are fabulous. I went to her website before I interviewed her, and those 60 seconds, they were fabulous. I loved them. We had a great time putting them together. And so if you want to do some more, let me know. We'll we'll definitely do that. Okay, Ren, as as you mentioned, a wife uh, and a mom of a Mm five-year-old, what inspires you most about God's call on your life at this time? 
You know, um, I think I agree with what Melanie said about being real, um, seeking the Lord always to um, always and just go deeper in my prayer life. And I just, I mean, that's just what it's all about. And I'm just, you know, uh, through the podcast, I want to uplift. I want to encourage women. And I, you know, I've seen myself as being a judgmental mom. And so that's kind of another reason why I started the podcast is that, you know, it doesn't matter if you give your child a passy until they're three years old. It doesn't matter if you're <laughs> breastfeeding or bottle feeding, you know, let's come together and let's keep the main thing, the main thing. Yeah. And so, and you know, and, and that's what God has done through me and through this podcast. It's incredible how we have these little judgmental things that we do, mm-hmm. you know, and, mm-hmm. and kind of justify them, you know, along yeah. the way. Yeah. Hey, I mentioned that our Facebook family could ask a question and Christy G, I believe Melanie, you know her, <laughs> she says, uh, Melanie is hands down the least selfish person I've ever <laughs> oh, known. You have sweet. the right guest on for this subject for sure. Ask her how she manages to keep up with all the prayers she offers up for others and Mm. makes time and space for letting so much of others fill her time and heart. She's the most amazing person Mm. in this respect I've ever known. That's a good word. That's a good. That's, that's very a great kind. Word. So how you, do you do it all? How do you do this? How you know. You, you know. I, I'll tell you. It's real simple. Uh, I guess about 15 years ago, Henry Blackaby was at our church, and y'all may have been there when we were all at the same church. Mm. But he said, and this was fascinating to me. He said he didn't have a big agenda. He said every morning I get up, I spend time with the Lord, and I'll ask this question: What do you have for us today? Mm. And that's how he lives. Wow. And I, I've told the Lord the last year that's how I wanted to live. And so when I think of someone, I pray for them. When I think of someone. When I text them, it just, I'm trying to live moment to moment, but sometimes that's a challenge because I did like the calendar, yeah. uh, but, but it's been fun because those unplanned moments have been some of the sweetest. Yeah. Well, and also what you told me about what Randy, your husband shared with you of, of humbling yourself and never, uh, to your own horn. He didn't oh. say it that way. He <laughs> yeah, said it okay. much more eloquently, <laughs> but he said, yeah. don't ever exalt yourself. And yeah. I've seen that in Melanie, that mm-hmm. she is so humble and i love that about her thank you it's a great example and going back randy you know i mean i remember he used to wear a, a blue bible suit you know that's Salty. pretty humbling <laughs> he was pretty humble she probably was in that i was yeah. in that and i can <laughs> sing every word of yeah. it let me tell you but also something about randy i remember he came to me one time and this is before you got married and he was you know he was an executive at fedex and he was thinking god was stirring his heart and uh he was wondering you know what does God have for me? And he even came to talk about working here at our radio station and mm-hmm. asking questions about mm-hmm. getting into broadcasting. Neat. And I just, I just sensed that this wasn't the place for him. But I said, we, we prayed together and I knew that God could see God moving in his heart. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it wasn't long after that, he went to seminary, you know, mm-hmm. and uh, you guys were on church staff too out in South yeah. Carolina, was it? We were in North Carolina. North Carolina. Yeah. And he actually was ordained at a church in Atlanta, Georgia. Yeah. Uh, but he wow. doesn't have a seminary degree. He has a Ph.D. in business. Why did so, I think that? I thought, well, he's everybody at the, thinks well, he's that, at the yeah. seminary. He works at the seminary. But God's yes. using the talents yep. and yeah. the skills, mm. the gift yeah. sets that he has, you know, from mm. yeah. the corporate world. He has too many. I tell him he can he can marry, <laughs> he can bury, he can baptize, and he can do spreadsheets. Yeah. And so, and he sings. So I yeah. love it. Yeah, yeah, he sings. He's, he's quite oh, a he sings great, he too. Does. Yes. He does. Yeah. He does. Yeah. Okay. Uh, how have your husbands grown the most since you've been married to them? How do you think? 
Oh, wow. Mm. You want to go first? <laughs> I will. You know, um, there was a time when we, um, when I was um, um, working and teaching and I wanted to stay at home. And at that time, we were not able to financially. And so it was a time when um, it was a, a faith time for me, a growing time. Um, and I, at first, I was not really great about it with submitting to my husband. And um, but but I really learned of how to pray for him and really and pray for me and just pray for our circumstance and that yeah. God, your God, no matter yeah. what. Yeah. And God did a great work in my husband's heart. And he came to me one day and this was, um, you know, it was probably a year and a half of praying. And he came to me and said, okay, Ren, I think it's, I think it's time that, that, that you, you need to stay home. And God had totally transformed his heart. And also he had, uh, you know, a different job for him. He brought that along. And so that enabled us to do that. And, and God had changed his heart. And he said, I feel like it's time that you stay with our child at home. And it was just a faith, a great faith walk for me yeah. and for him as well. Yeah. I mean, I, I say that because very honestly, because I know Pam, my wife, we've been married 34 years uh, in May. But, I mean, she took a big leap of faith to marry me, you know, in those early years, <laughs> just because of all the baggage and immaturity yeah. and things that she mm-hmm. had to deal with. So I'm, I'm looking at my life today, and I owe so much to her for my mm-hmm. growth, you know, because mm-hmm. she hung in there, and she challenged me, you know, and, 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 and we've had a, a great relationship today. You know, so I know yeah. that women have a special place in men's <laughs> life. That's why I asked that question. Know, that's a hard one. It is a hard I one. Think, I can think for myself, I, he may have to answer that, but I, you know, I, I will tell you this, because I, I think it's a good opportunity since you mentioned him. He's taught me to laugh. Mm. Uh, Randy doesn't take himself or anybody too seriously, yeah. and he comes from a family that likes to laugh, and so I think he's helped me to, to take a deep breath sometimes mm. on things and to laugh more. And I would say also Jim keeps me level. I'm very, uh, and he's very yeah. calm and yeah. very, <laughs> very uh, calm that way. Well, what is one prayer that gets repeated most often in your work week? Mm. Oh, well, I think for me, it's just praying for wisdom. Uh, I will, I will get sometimes from, especially from other countries, people, you can tell their English is broken in the way yeah. they write right. and they, they're broken and they're not doing well. And they'll say, what do I do? And so often I'm praying, God, give me discernment. Help me to type words in scripture that are going to minister to this woman. Yeah. And so, mm. well, um, I feel like, um, you know, there's, can you ask me that question again? I just totally <laughs> blanked out. I don't know if there was one particular prayer that gets repeated oh, most oh, often. Oh, oh. Yeah. Well, it's, it's really, you know, about right now, it's just about just um, me getting out of the way. Forgive me for being me. <laughs> and that's kind of what, I mean, every morning I start out and say, thank you for this day. And forgive me for um, just me and let me get out of the way and just show me what to do today. Yeah. Show me what I, what I need to do today for you. Well, this has been a great afternoon, ladies. Time went by so fast. I still have like a dozen questions to ask yeah. you, but we don't have time. And they're not on my sheet. They're not either. on your sheet either. So it worked out <laughs> great for you, Ren. But, hey, listen, before we say goodbye, how can folks find out about your podcast? How can they tune in and catch you on social media also? Okay. On Instagram, I'm Friends of a Feather Podcast. On Facebook, also Friends of a Feather. And then on iTunes, you can search Friends of a Feather and you can subscribe that way. Okay. That'd be great. And you do those three times a month? I do um, once every Friday. So weekly, weekly every Friday. Every Friday, new every podcast. Friday. Yes. And Melanie, tell us about your website. Okay, you can just go to my name. Last name is Red, R-E-D-D. And uh, I post every Sunday a new post. And then I'm all over social media. I'd love to connect with your listeners. And also, and too, you guys also are available to speak to ladies groups or go out to 
Bible studies or anything like that? Absolutely. I know Melanie is. Uh, uh, Rin would like to come too. Rin, I don't know. You I don't know about the laugh part of that. I like to be edited. I'll bring well, Rin with me. Uh, yes, right. we'll come together. Well, I've had more fun with you ladies this Thank afternoon. You. Thank you all so much for Thank what you. you're doing for Christ's kingdom. Absolutely. Making a difference in the lives Thank of you. ladies in their homes and just sharing with us today your hearts. Thank you so much. Thank, Thank you, you for, so much. Right. Yes, thanks for having us. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, friends, that's all the time we have on this live edition of Mid-South Viewpoint here on AM640 and FM100. Want to say a special thanks to all of our Facebook friends. Thanks for watching. I'm Byron Tyler. We'll talk to you next time. Bye-bye.